Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You know, the real losers in the Yamamoto deal are the rest of the NL West, but this is one of those things where it's like... Thank goodness Major League Baseball expanded the playoff, right? Because it, like, otherwise, could you imagine what the, you know, like the Giants, the Padres, the the Diamondbacks, the Rockies are feeling right now if we don't have two wild card spots? Like, it's like, oh, we're never going to make the playoffs. But with two wild card spots, you, you just kind of can. Something to, to ponder with all that. We'll get, we'll get more into uh, the business of baseball and Yamamoto and all that in a little bit. But first... The voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, joining us now on Sports Daily on the uh, night after a, well, it's a packed house there in Kansas City and a lot of purple. I thought it would be maybe a little more uh, evenly split. It was not, Wyatt. That was a big K-State crowd last night and a big K-State win. Really was. Uh, good being on with you guys again, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. I, I got to be honest, I, I was really pleasantly surprised with the turnout in the crowd. It was the biggest attended Wildcat classic ever. Um, we had a really big crowd back in 2010. I think I remember, and I think I read uh, when UNLV was there, but um, it, it was a fun, fun night. I, I think Wichita state has a nice team. I think K state does too. You knew it was going to be a game and it was, and, and uh, proud of their effort and their bounce back from the Nebraska game. I think to me, that's what stands out the most. You know, Tyler Perry scores 17 points in the game, Wyatt. And, you know, I just, it felt like they were able to kind of put what happened with Nebraska last weekend behind them. Did you feel like it was just a different kind of effort, different kind of output from this team than what you witnessed a week ago? Yeah, the output for sure. And, and I think sometimes I've learned over the years being around this so much with coaches that a lot of times what you put into it in the prep um, is what you get out of it when you get to the game. Now, with that said, you never really have control on whether the ball goes in the basket. That's what makes basketball beautiful in some ways and so frustrating in others, right? But, but my point is this. After the disappointment of Nebraska, those guys went back to work, got refocused, and they really worked hard. Coach Tang mentioned to us on the postgame radio show last night that he got after those guys like he hadn't before. And they really responded, and I think he was so proud of that. And, you know, you mentioned Tyler Perry. I, I thought he really was aggressive. K-State's a better team when he's looking more for his shot uh, and yet distributing the ball. Uh, another guy that I was really proud of last night was David Gasson. Uh, I thought he had a maybe his best game as a Wildcat this season. Uh, he rebounded the ball decently well. He, he shot it. 
I think he shocked the world going three for five at the foul line, which shows you that he put in a lot of work over the last few days in refining that uh, that touch and that release a little bit. Um, and, and for me, after Nebraska, the, the job that they did on the glass against the Shocker team that has some length and some quality to it was, was really standout from my perspective. So, Wyatt, I know Shocker fans and coaches, quite frankly, were frustrated with the foul disparity from your seat. Yeah. Uh, do, do you think that got away from the officials? Was that a concentrated effort, uh, a concerted effort, I should say, from K-State? Or, or what did you make of 29-9 to 9 at, the, at the charity stripe? Well, it is a little bit hard to look at that and not question it to a degree. Uh, I, I, I'm going to try to be as, as fair about that as I possibly can. Um, I do think K-State was aggressive, though, and that was part of it. Um, it did seem, though, like maybe more separate. And again, some people are going to agree with me when I say this and some won't. I don't know that in from my seat, which is what you ask, if I saw that big of, of a def- differential, honestly. I, I mean that. Uh, but but I think when it's all said and done, you know, it's, it's, it played out the way it did. And I think in part because, as I said before, I think K-State was aggressive trying to work the ball in and, and getting paint touches and, and then working out, too. And, and I think that led to some opportunities. White, I really felt like there were several times in the game last night where Wichita State made runs to cut the lead that Kansas State had. And really, I thought the Wildcats did a good job of kind of absorbing those body blows, withstanding the runs that the Shockers had, and then extending their own lead back to a comfortable margin at several different points in the game. What do you attribute that to uh, for Kansas State to be able to not only absorb those runs from Wichita State, but then to get the lead back? a really good question um i think probably the the most simple answer is is just hanging with it and and not losing concentration and focus and and maybe even deeper than that not getting frustrated by not being able to put those guys away i mean they're up 9 10 11 and you're thinking okay they're going to even extend it out a little bit more and have some real big separation here and they could never do it you know, they, they got up 11 that first time, and I'm, I'm thinking this really feels good. Things are going well, and the next thing you know, it's a five-point game. So Wichita State fought. Um, I know they and, – and this is going back to what we were talking about before with, with the foul disparity. I, I think it hurt the Shockers a little bit that they had, a, excuse me, a couple of two or three guys uh, with a couple of early fouls, including Kenny Poto. That, that's just my perspective. You guys know the Shockers better than I do, but – um, I think it had an effect a little bit on the game that way. Uh, but when it, when it's all said and done, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm very, very proud of K-State's effort last night. I thought they had great focus and great energy, and they needed to have it against that team. Yeah, we were just talking in the segment before. It's a, it's a strange thing because obviously we observe both teams uh, in a different way. And I think for sure with with everything that has played out with Naquan Tomlin and the Nebraska game, you just feel good that K-State's energy and effort were, you know, at their peak, right? They, there was no letdown in that game. And for Wichita State, when you, when you consider that the fouls did get away from them and they had to try and play through that, they just got two players yep. back to Gray and Cortez. 
I, I think that Shocker fans can feel okay coming out of that too. They just went blow for blow with K-State with the challenge of a foul game like that. So it really was. It was it was kind of a nice game to see, I think, for both teams a little bit. I don't disagree with that in any way, and I'll even add to it by saying this. I like Wichita State's team. I like their effort. They played through some issues. I think you will agree with me on this. I really was surprised, pleasantly surprised, at what Coach Mills got out of Bijan Cortez. Um, talking to the Shocker radio For guys sure. beforehand, I think they felt like maybe he could play, but weren't sure. Um, and, and I thought the guy really played under control. He played with passion. He got inside the K-State defense and distributed the ball well. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't like anything that he did. And, you know, it's <laughs> trying to take my K-State bias away and just kind of looking at Wichita State. I like their team. I think they're good. Um, did they play at optimum level last night? Maybe not their best. But I do like the makeup of their team, and I, I think DeGray and, and Cortez are, are going to help them uh, in a big way. I, 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 that's just the way I see it. I like their length. I love Rodgers. I think he's just a terrific scorer. And Bell, I thought Bell also played really well in the game. He was really aggressive getting inside. One more non-conference game, Wyatt, for the Wildcats after Christmas on uh, January 2nd, Chicago State, and then into Big 12 play. Obviously, there have been a ton of distractions over the last couple of weeks. I kind of felt like the game last night was a good palate cleanser a little bit for Kansas State. And then, of course, that you yeah. know one more final remaining non-conference game. How do you feel about this team overall as they are very close to getting into Big 12 play? A great question, and and I, you know, as you're asking it, the one the the, the first thing that popped into my mind was. Had they beaten Nebraska, how good would we feel? Is that right. a fair thought? Absolutely. I, I think sure. that, yeah, be, because if they had, and they didn't, but if they had, I think people would really feel great going into break on a seven-game winning streak, even through the Naquan Tomlin thing, because I'm, I'm just telling you, Quez Glover is going to give K-State a, a shot of energy on both ends of the floor, and, and he will play for the first time against Chicago State on January 2nd. I got an opportunity to watch him at practice the other day. He was moving really well. I, I thought he did so well that maybe he could go last night. But this is one thing I'll say about Coach Tang. He has been very, very straightforward and honest about this. He will not play before January 2nd. I want him to be totally healthy. <laughs> and he uh, resisted temptation there, as he always does. And, uh, nope, we're going to wait till January 2nd. And his, he's, he's got elite quickness. I think he's a good defender. He can shoot the ball. He averaged about 14 and a half points a game last year. Uh, so, so he'll help. Uh, again, I do think this team is still continuing to find itself and, and, you know, define and refine, if you will. And I don't think they've played anywhere near what they're capable of yet. Uh, but, but I, I suppose when it's all said and done at the break being nine and three, uh, 10 and two sounds better. I get it. Uh, but you got to live with it and move on because they've got to get better. And, and, and because of the league is so darn good. I mean, the league is really, really good guys. Really good. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where they land. Am I incorrect? Wyatt, yeah. when I look at them and wonder how much higher, because we know the ceiling came down with Naquan Tomlin gone. Like there's no question right. about that. 
so like as I look at them and wonder how good they can be, is it as simple as as good as the, you know, Rich Finister Ames, the freshman, can develop over the course of this season? Is that what raises or lowers this ceiling? Or is there something else with the other group who it feels like we kind of know what we're going to get out of those guys? That's another fantastic question from my perspective, because I think it's a little of all of it. I still don't think we've seen the best of Tyler Perry or, for that matter, Arthur Kaluma. I was very excited about David Gasson, as I mentioned a moment ago last night. If he plays like that with that kind of aggression, K-State's just better, right? I, I still think that those three freshmen are going to be really, really good players during their time at K-State. The question is, is can they continue to improve and get better as this season goes on and help as we get into these harder and harder games because they are going to be exactly that. Um, you mentioned Dorian. Um, I've always liked him. Um, he finally got an, a little bit of an opportunity last night. I thought he was – I mean, he didn't do a lot. But, uh, you know, with his length, he can come in there and give you a few minutes. And that's the thing. I, I guess what I'm saying at the end of the day, when you boil all of the water out of it, for K-State to be good, they need everybody, right, more times than not. I mean, it's one thing – occasionally to, to lean on the scoring of, uh, of Kaluma and, and Tyler Perry, but they're just better when everybody's doing their part. It, it's a little different that way from last year where you had two pros and <laughs> things were pretty good with that group. Let's shift gears a little bit here. Wyatt, we're less than a week away from the bowl game, the Pop-Tarts Bowl in Orlando for the Wildcats. From your perspective and being around the program, what do preparations look like as we are now less than a week away? I think it's been pretty good. I'll be honest, the first day or so, I, I don't think it was very good. And, and you can understand why, because of the time off and because of, you know, working around finals. And, and, and let's be honest, guys, this team is going to be different when we get to next week, Thursday, than it was uh, that last Saturday in November for a multitude of reasons, personnel, um, you know, transfer portal, um, recruiting finals, all of those things, it, it, and, and not that everybody else isn't going through the same thing, but you know, I, I was thinking about this driving with Tom over uh, to Kansas City last night. You know, you, you, there's no Will Howard, uh, Ben Sennett, Philip Brooks, Kobe Savage. I mean, if you go back to August, those were probably the guys we were talking the most about, right, in terms of guys that K-State will lean on heavily and for leadership and that, that kind of thing. So I think what this is going to end up being is, is, is and didn't even mention Colin Klein, probably should have mentioned Colin Klein. This, I think, is going to be a game that wraps up 23, but also gives us a little bit of a peek into not only next year, but down the road, uh, whether we like it or whether we don't. And I, I think for the most part, people are going to like the product. And I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about just the bowl game, but, but moving forward, you know, we've talked about Avery a lot and, some of those guys that, I mean, Jace Brown, you know, finished really, really strongly. And I think other young guys could, could have a hand in this. We'll see how they do. But, but I, I do think this, this is a, a team that after those first couple of practices started, started to kind of get back, you know, together there a little bit and, and things were better in the most recent practices. I, I didn't see the one yesterday, of course, but um, I think things are going fine and let's see, let's see how, uh, Next Thursday goes. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. So signing day happened this week too, Wyatt. You've seen a lot of signing days yep. and a lot of classes come through K-State. Last year's was 
you know, a, a big one as big as any we can remember. This year's was a little bit quieter. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I, I'd just be curious as we look at this and these things change, and it's probably less important, honestly, than it ever has been with the transfer portal. But, you know, KU feels like they had a really good year, one of their best they, they've had maybe ever. K-State was a little quieter, it felt like, on signing day. How is this class and is it, you know, is there a reason maybe it was a little bit quieter because last year? I just don't know, like, opportunity is such a big part of this, too. But what was your take on the class coming in? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I'll be honest, and you guys probably are aware and know this about me. Generally speaking, I'm pretty much the eternal optimist. Would, would you agree with that? Sure. But it's your job. But, <laughs> but yeah. But with that said, here's what I'm going to tell you, uh, and I, I mean this sincerely. I, I think they did a had a really nice little flourish there at the end. Um, I, I really think the coaches are so excited about the the defensive end slash defensive tackle, Malcolm Alcorn Crowder out of Butler. Uh, he brings size. Uh, to the table, athleticism can play inside or out. Uh, I, I really, really like that one a lot. And then the the other uh, junior college player that they got, I think could step in. Uh, Dante Thomas, I'm talking about a safety, uh, decent size is six one one ninety. Those guys could certainly step in and and be impactful players right away. A couple of other thoughts there. Um, Love the uh, not a ton of Kansas kids, but the four they got, I think, are really, really quality. And then uh, speed element, I have to mention that because I think they really wanted to uh, upgrade there. And I think the running back out of Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman High School, is going to be <laughs> well, he's got some pop to him in, in terms of his, his uh, athletic talent. And then they had a receiver from Texas that uh, Jaquez is going to be a, a speedster too. And that so in a more than a little bit of a nutshell there. I, I, that's how I feel about it. I, I think the coaches feel uh, that when you consider the the signing class, the transfer portal, and the PWOs, the preferred walk-ons, they did just perfectly fine and probably better than everybody thinks. Yeah, well, that's – I mean, that's it. It's it's a t- I, t- Signing day is hard. It's harder now, I think, than it ever has been, yeah. so we appreciate it. Okay, so the next time we talk to you, Wyatt, it'll be post-bowl game. What do you guys have special on that broadcast, and what can we look forward to? Well, looking forward to it. Um, you know, as you guys know, Connor Riley is uh, going to be the offensive coordinator for this one. Uh, I've known Connor now for five years. I, I think he's ready for this opportunity. Uh, I think he's excited about it. Uh, we'll feature him in the pregame show and uh, – 
usually on these special occasions like the bowl games and stuff, I go to those, you know, veteran leadership guys. And I mentioned a lot of good quality leaders there a while ago, but two that I didn't mention we're going to visit with with our pregame show, or at least that's the plan. Uh, consensus All-American Cooper Beebe, who's one of the best offensive linemen in the country, uh, going to visit with him and then Austin Moore. Austin's, uh, I think you guys know this, but Austin's going to come back next year. So's Brendan Mott. Couldn't be more excited. Uso Sayamalo, too. <laughs> I think K-State's going to have a nice football team next fall. We're excited about it. We're excited about that bowl game, of course. We've got our eye on the local, Avery Johnson, and uh, just hopefully we get a, a glimpse into the future and everybody can be excited about it. Wyatt, we look forward to the call, look forward to the game, and look forward to another conversation next week. That that sounds good, guys. And I, I, I too, uh, mark me down with you there. I'm very excited to see how Avery handles all of this. I talked to him a couple of days ago, and he is really pumped. <laughs> he's ready. I don't blame we we know we know him yeah. enough to know he's ready. He's been waiting for this his whole oh, life. Yeah, All right, yeah. Wyatt. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. holiday. Same. Uh, we'll we'll see you next week. You got it, guys. Great talking Merry- to you as always. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. There goes Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats. If you joined us late there, you can jump back on at uh, kfhradio.com. Check out the podcast version of that. Uh, you can also go to our video stream available on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, we got a nice festive feel to it. We're going to make some picks top of the hour. We'll come back to that baseball story, uh, a nugget to get to in the ACC as well as this Grant of Rights in Florida State, getting a little more information on that uh, here in the last few minutes. Uh, we've got a special, was it, uh, it the night before Christmas, Jad? Is that right? Night before Christmas read from the Chiefs? Yeah. We'll have that for you in the second hour. Uh, we're feeling festive today. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of Sports Daily. We'll see you on the other side. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.